Hey, welcome back to the Snack Run Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your anime pop culture needs. I'm Brady, and I'm back from Hawaii. He's back from Hawaii, and I never left. It's Ryan Hernia, a.k.a. Never Lose Heart, a.k.a. Kona Hot Cafe. And don't we have a very special Snack Run Podcast? I walked into the podcast headquarters in a very secure, special location, and Ryan had all this decorated set up. He had Hawaiian shirts, lays for me. It's like... It's like I never even left Hawaii. It's like you never even left Hawaii. I just smacked my mic. Ah, oh, no! <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, like, no, for real, we did this together, and it came out great. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed the different set for this week. Um, I think we should do a welcome back, congratulational cheers. Absolutely. All right, cheers to your happy honeymoon. Happy honeymoon. Cheers to me seeing my best friend again. Best friend again. And cheers to this uh, super cool set we have for this week. Woo! Ching, ching! Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Anyway, I hope you guys, I'm going to put that down right there. I will spill it all over the set, everywhere. Um, and our set is very expensive. Um, but mm, we Almost $1,000. Almost $1,000. <laughs> Not quite, but almost. In taxes, it is $1,000. Mm-hmm. But um, we're, we're super pumped that you guys get to join us yeah. on a special journey. Yeah. Aloha, this, motherfuckers. Uh, aloha, indeed. But yeah, right. I'm, I'm glad to be back. And mm-hmm. I'm glad to be, mm-hmm. it feels like I'm at home in the studio. Right. Being to record with my best buddy. So um, a lot of times when I'm online dating, a lot of things I, a lot of things I ask a girl, um, would you rather live in like a, a secluded village in the woods or like a warm beach town? Brady, where would you like to live? Honestly, a warm beach town. For sure. You think, uh, I mean, I think there's pros and cons to everything, but like being in secluded, like woods, Mm. like, yeah, Mm. the woods are beautiful. Definitely like what part of the States or what part of the world you are in, but you can't be like a sunset beach vibe Mm. with you just hear waves crashing in the morning. Yeah. And also there's no horror movies that take place on a beach, really. Because it's beautiful. But no one's the woods, gonna, half of them. <laughs> not, not even half, like three-fourths of them. Like, you're always going to find a horror movie set in the woods. Mm-hmm. But not on the beach. I can't even think of one movie what's set on a beach what doesn't have, like, a fun, loving feeling to it. Right. Like, one of those happiest cartoons ever takes place on the beach in uh, Steve Universe. Steven Universe beach, does. Beach City, right? That was beach cool. City. And it always looks like those fun little rascals are always having the best time, yeah, don't they? Yeah. So, Brady, um, again, <laughs> why are we why are we dressing this like this today? You just got back, right? Yeah, I just got back. I was on a honeymoon for about eight to ten days around that. Honestly, it's all fuzzy to me. But um, <laughs> I, I was I was gone in Hawaii for a little bit for my uh, my honeymoon with my which, uh, with my loving wife. But now I'm back, and now which, I'm super pumped. Yeah, which uh, which island was it again? So I went to Maui. Maui is not the biggest island, but also not the smallest mm. island. It's more of a relaxation island. Yeah. Beautiful trees, beautiful nature, beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. Very rainy. I didn't know Hawaii was a super rainy kind of type of place. For sure. It's just 24-7, just rainstorms, rainstorms, really? rainstorms. But that's what like makes the the flowers and the plants like bloomish mm. so much. Like everything's so bright and vibrant there because it's just it's getting its nutrients, it's getting their weather. And like unlike where we're at, everything's a little bit more gray and tan because there's not that much rain here. Yeah, it's like it's like deserty, so we're more like um like orangey yellow. But uh but that's it, that's super badass, man. Yeah, seeing like all the beautiful like nature, it's good to like life is crazy. I work a lot, you work a lot, it's life gets crazy. So it's nice when you get to like take a step back and mm-hmm. just to enjoy nature, enjoy the world. Yeah, what it yeah. Is. It's really cool to like 
switch up your scenery from time to time. Even if that's just like a day trip to like up north or to t into town or something, you just gotta switch up a little bit, you know? It's super nice. And, and I you think... guys enjoyed yourself, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was super... Any fun activities? Uh, uh, we did a bunch of things. I, I have to tell you about this one activity. We tell did. me. Let me take a sip of my Melhito drink mm. you specially cocktail made for me. Is it? There's something in there, right? For real? Yeah, for real. You okay. made it for me. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> Anyway, so we did this really cool thing, and 100%, when you go to Hawaii, you got to respect the locals. That's a big thing is, like, American tourists come in, and they kind of ruin the land. What are you Americans doing? Yeah, literally. Um, but, like, me and the wife, we went in there, like, we're going to be super respectful. We're going to follow by any rules, any laws they have. And that's what we did. There's this really cool thing called Rotuhana. Mm. what was so beautiful so amazing basically you're driving around the west side of the island and it takes you to all these national landmarks and like really historical spot in like that the island of maui it mm. was super beautiful super dangerous it's like you're it's a six hour drive because you're only going 15 to 20 miles per hour on this like little road what kind of just goes off the cliff but with that, you get to see all this beautiful waterfalls, all natural waterfalls, these giant flourishing like palm trees and stuff like that, and a beautiful ocean in front of you. But this place has like, or this road, the road to Hana, it has over 568 turns. So every second we're like this, then we turn, then we turn, and we're only going 20 and there's always people. <laughs> <laughs> there's always people in front of us and there's always people behind us. Mm -hmm. So we're like, I was getting nauseous. I was like, I'm over this. But turn and turn right. and turn for like 580 yeah. times. I was like, Ugh, I can't do it. Dang. But it was super beautiful. That sounds awesome, man. It was super awesome. Hey, in fact, do you mind if you throw some pictures of your, of your trip? Is that cool? Yeah, totally. Editor? Oh, in this one? Wow. And, it, well, and the food? Whoa! And, uh, and let's look at on the road to Hana. You get to go to this black sand beach where the sand, black sand beach, yeah, where the sand turns all black. Let's put a picture up there. What that looks like. You know what's crazy, Brady? Um, I might be seeing these pictures for the first time because I haven't seen you upload too much about your trip. Yeah, man. When it comes to like getting out there, like I did a couple things here and there, but you know, I I kind of just like to enjoy the moment. Like, not be so stuck to my phone. Like, oh, obviously, I'm going to post pictures. I'm going to be on, like, social media and Text stuff. your mom. Text my mom. Text my boyfriend. Text my girlfriend. Obviously, when I go trip, I'm going to do that. But, like, it's super nice when you go into, like, an area that's so, you know, surreal from reality. Right. Like, you get there, right. you're like, this is not real. You don't want to be, like, on your phone the whole time. Right. I saw an article recently that was, like, places, the top 10 places in the world that don't feel like Earth. And it Hawaii was one of them. Oh, it was like number three or something. No, 100%. Like, I got there. I was like, where am I? Like, this mm -hmm. is unreal. Mm -hmm. You can't really, like, I've been to a couple different places. But this place was definitely on my list of, like, I've never seen anything like this. Good. Just, like, how the land has developed over time, how the people have developed over time. Mm -hmm. And just the beautiful nature of the land. So, very blessed I got to go there. Very blessed. I'm home now. Well, Brady, in the spirit of Hawaii, like we like to, like, like, we like to say in Hawaii... Um, I'm going to start talking a little bit about one of my favorite Hawaiian movies. Oh, give it to me. I uh, Now that mm -hmm. you brought it up, I'm kind of thinking of some favorite Hawaiian theme movies. I, I hope do. so. I told you to think of some. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one, apologies. That trip sounds beautiful. Yeah. And I, and I hope to one day take my wife there. Maybe not on our honeymoon, but for sure there. Yeah, just And babe... Go. If you're watching, if you're watching this and, and you're you're the one who went back and watched all of our podcasts. And she's like, I want to go to Hawaii. I know, she's like, 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 she's like
You took me. You took me to Fry's Marketplace. We <laughs> should pick out where we want, babe. <laughs> yeah, and she, you're definitely gonna regret saying you're not gonna take her to Hawaii. No, okay, okay. Once well, when she hears about Hawaii, she's like, "Oh, it's a dream come true." All right, I love my Hawaii. my money and wherever she wants to go. Um, <laughs> sounds, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm sure you and your lovely wife had a wonderful time, a crazy time. I loved it. Right, eight days in, in paradise, my guy. It was what beautiful. the heck. I know. Dude, that's awesome, brother. And I'm happy that I can bring a little bit of Hawaii to the studio today. Right. We did. It looks it looks great here. I love it. Thanks. Yeah, I, I love these things right here. They're amazing. The string's kind of annoying. It's kind of... Yeah, those, you know, I think they might just be permanently on there now. I think if we try to pull those off, it's going to rip the whole the the whole display off. Put it behind. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I love the display and everything. These glasses are kind of killing. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, you can see now. Mr. Beast what? appeared you. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Beast, help. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, nice, man. My mojito is kicking in. All right, but the bit must go on. You don't have to wear them if you don't want no, to. No, I think I, I have I'm to. I'm going to stick through Wait, because I'm a man. Does this look good? Yeah, that looks amazing, man. No, put it back on. You look beautiful. Oh, man, okay. You're a beautiful oh, little girl. I can't tell if the, I can't tell the alcohol. Thank you. <laughs> I can't tell if the alcohol is kicking in or... Or the glass are making me lose it. Um, you got two sips of your mojito. What do you mean the alcohol? It's extra it? strength. It's extra strength. Extra not yeah. like extra strong. Dude, I will literally suntan you right now. Ah. All right, there you go, Brian Goku. Okay. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about everyone's favorite Adam Sandler movie. I'm sure it's yours too. Well, not everyone's. I mean, he has some really good works out there. I love Adam Sandler. I, I love Adam Sandler. He's the goat. Yeah, he he is the best Jewish actor. I think we have right now. And the best Jewish basketball player actor. Uh, yeah. Best Jewish person who does both both basketball and acting. You know, um, before you go on that movie, I would like to say something <laughs> about Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam yeah, Sandler. Let me hear it. Adam Sandler. It's a good thing. I really? actually, I yeah. really like it. I, that, I don't know a lot of people who dislike Adam Sandler. Sure. I think he was the Ryan Reynolds before the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Everybody liked Adam Sandler before yeah. Ryan Reynolds. After like, after 55, like, you're not, you can't be Ryan Reynolds anymore. Mm -hmm. But, like, because, like, nowadays, like, everybody's like, Ryan Reynolds, perfect, we love him, he's sexy, I'm straight, but I'll, I'll make out with him. Yeah. But, yeah, like, Adam Sandler, was, Adam Sandler was that of the early 2000s to the, sure. the, yeah. the 90s to the early 2000s. Oh. Yeah, a lot of his early movies were just raunchy for sure. I, mean, I think it was just the vibe back then. But yeah, same with same with um, Ryan. He was in a movie called Waiting, and it was like a waitress and waiter mm -hmm. movie, and that was pretty raunchy. Yeah. Um, what else he was in that was kind of bad? I mean, Deadpool's kind of raunchy for sure. Deadpool's just its own different category of vibe and raunchiness. Right. And so, if you haven't already guessed yet. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Fifty First States. Just, oh, you know. What a great movie! Great mm. movie, top tier. So a lot of people when they think of Hawaii or they think of Adam Sandler or Drew Barrymore, um, they think of uh, you know Fifty First States, and um, that movie is fantastic. You, I'm sure you've seen it, correct? Oh, multiple times. Mm -hmm. That was actually a fun story. That was mine and my mom's movie. Really? Like growing up, like whenever it was on the telly, the television. We would always watch it together. That was like our movie. It was like something we could really bond to. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it was just a fun, good movie. It is. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a movie that um, had a lot more heart than his normal movies back in the, in the early 2000s. Um, I think I had that one on DVD. So I used to be really big on collecting DVDs. Yeah. I used to collect everything like manga, books, pop figures now. Um, back then it was DVDs, but back before streaming became really huge. Yeah, but yeah, big, that was big collector. Of, this guy is. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm very, very, very high to grow on a bunch of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That was uh, a good one. Thanks, man. But you know what's kind of funny about Adam, you know what's kind of funny about Adam Sandler? What, man? I've watched a lot of his movies, a lot, and he always portrays himself in a pretty similar fashion. He is the super desirable guy. He is the top dog making all the money, and this movie is no different. He is a guy who gets with all the tourists mm-hmm. until um, until the one comes along. The one. And then the one doesn't remember him at all. Such a great... Oh, my God. I just got chills talking yeah, about it. I, I, can, I can see it. I dead ass got chills from yeah, the toes. Uh, yeah. Because I haven't seen Fifty First Dates in a while. Like, I, I used to watch it a bunch, so it's kind of engraved into my brain. But, like, just us talking about it, it's like pulling up memories, scenes of it, scenes at that diner she worked at, scenes of her mm-hmm. brother. Her brother mm-hmm. is comedic genius. I, right. I love him. It is a little, like, listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think that you're going to talk to my sister? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not there, Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there, Woods. I promise. <laughs> I could have taken him dead. <laughs> but, like, it's just bringing mm-hmm. back, like, a flash of memories. Right. Of, like, great times, right. great movies. Yeah, and, 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 and a good movie, a good a good smell, a good taste, like, that will take you back to the time when you first had it when you're well, when you're happiest yeah in fact like that's what all that's what freaking rad too is all about remember he the rat makes him that soup and he takes him back to his childhood oh, yeah I, I think you're i think you're the food critic right now and i took you back to your childhood <laughs> and, and you're feeling good right now i'm feeling good you're on cloud nine dog do you have a favorite scene in 50 first dates um yes yes because i think i have a bunch i have two so i have um like, I don't know, fucking the whole movie. Yeah, the whole movie <laughs> yeah. is so good. It's hard to break except it down. Except for the car, except for the, the tree scene where she hits a tree. Oh, you're, um, not, you're not gonna like my favorite scene. Okay, real quick, pardon. <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie yet, like, what are you doing? Like, you've been under a rock last 20 years. Um, my favorite scene, <laughs> two of them, I'm gonna go two of them, uh-huh. um, is the scene where he builds a little waffle house doorway for drew's character yeah and i think it's lucy right lucy lucy yeah lucy um uh drew they're in a they're in a diner and lucy can't remember shit because she's stupid as fuck should we we kind of summarize 50 first dates or should people know if you don't know what 50 first dates yeah i was sitting here it's like yeah people know what 50 first like there's more people who understand and have watched 50 first dates than i've read the bible 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you guys should read more. Okay, go on. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> You're fine. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, so they're in, the, they're in the diner, and the diner is owned by, like, some family friends or whatever, and uh, Lucy's making, like, a little waffle house out of, out of her, uh, her waffles. Mm-hmm. And then Adam's character goes over there, and he's like, you know what I like to do with my waffle houses? <laughs> Let me put my hands on your fucking food. <laughs> he makes a little, like, like a ro- rotating door for her waffle house, and she's like... <laughs> Um, so, you know what I like to do? Not touch other people's food or whatever, <laughs> she, or whatever she says. Because it's so realistic. Like, yeah. If, uh, like, a smooth-talking stranger come up, oh, I don't care what you say to me. If you put your hands on my food, yeah. I'm gonna think you're a, a creep. Get right. out of here. Right. Um, and then my second, my second, um, one was, uh, I, I think I really, I relate to that story or that part just because, like, I think in my life right now, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I'm the one making moves still. I'm the one taking out people on dates. You're the Adam Sandler. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I am the less Jewish Adam Sandler. Yeah, you, you come in with your basketball and your very baggy basketball shoes. Like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, that was a really bad Adam Sandler impression for both of us. Yeah, from both of us. It was, it was combined effort. Hey. I, I, I deeply, all I know how to do with Adam Sandler is he go, hey. Does he do that? Yeah, he does that a lot. He's like, hey, my boy. Like in Little Nicky. 
<laughs> 30 years ago. Um, and my second favorite scene is would have to be, um, oh my gosh, is when the dad makes um, Adam a uh, a mixtape and it's like, wouldn't you, the Beach Boys song, mm. wouldn't it be nice if we were older, then we wouldn't have to wait so long. And then he's like, driving his boat away he's like he's like oh you motherfucker why and he's like he's really sad because that was like lucy's song mm-hmm. and he's in love with her still oh such oh. a good scene i think they're both i'm like getting, i'm like getting like emotional are you getting chills no i'm just getting emotional oh yeah well i'll, I'll kind of talk about my money just, over there so, okay but actually mine's pretty close i would have to say mine is the last like minute of the movie i, I yeah. love the movie so much yeah. but it's the last minute when you realize like Nothing changed. She's still not going to remember. She's still going to have, you know, her her conditions she's suffering with. But Adam Sandler doesn't he doesn't care about that. It really shows like it ends with them on the boat riding away and every morning like he shows her love and he shows her a mixtape and a bunch of patience. A bunch of patience, a bunch of love. What well, I think that's what a real relationship is. And for her to like keep on remembering. It's work. Yeah, it's work. It's a lot of work and Adam Sandler putting in a new mixtape every single day or a tape every single week or something like that. It really shows like a lot of compassion, patience, and love. What like that's what's gonna keep a relationship going strong. So I really right. love that last scene where right. they're on the boat. She wakes up mm-hmm. and she, she's she can't remember. But Adam Sandler's putting right. that effort in to help her remember. Right, and because he loves her. Um, I think you bring up a really good point about relationships. Um, that it's 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 hard work mm-hmm. and and a butt ton and a butt ton of one patience. And two communication, um, and he had those in buckets basically. Hundred percent. Um, and one of my favorite uh, artists, shout out to uh, I am Frank or I am Forrest Frank or Forrest, where he goes by something different every year. <laughs> um, he said that, uh, oh, your relationship looks so great. Oh, I wish that I had that kind of marriage. And then he says, like, no, 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 this, this right here, this is hard work. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think you know about that too. No, yes. you, you you put in hard work for relationships for a very, very long time. In fact, I had a cool question um, that came to me as we were talking about the movie. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's say for a second that you were, you're single. I'm single, And okay. you were on, on the island that Adam was. Yes. And the Lucy character is, um, is uh, I'm not going to name drop her, but your wife, and she's single. Yes. Um, how would you, and I know you've been out of the game for like 50 <laughs> oh, years. I'm so rusty. Right, right, right. I'm you've, so bad. You've been out of the game since like forever. Yes, but forever. How would you make a move? What would you do in the spirit of Hawaii? Uh, maybe, maybe it's not even in the diner, but like in a Hawaii fashion. Like what would you do to make a move? Uh, okay. Um, some background. Do I know she has amnesia? Am mm. I aware of that? Or am I in the same spot where Adam was? Where he makes the move, doesn't work, and then... I get noted. I get notified that she has it. Let's take the amnesia part out of it, and let's it's just me making a move. Right, just you making a move on your on your single wife in a different world. Okay, what do you do? Okay, Hawaiian wise. Hawaiian wise. So I go up to her. This is where I do. I go up to her. Mm, I said, let's, "Let's hear it." Aloha, pretty lady. How are you? And then I grab. She's like, she's at a table. There's a bunch of coconuts on there. I grab one of the coconuts. I throw it in the air. I bring out my machete. I. I hit the coconut with my machete. I catch one coconut with one hand, another coconut with the other, <laughs> yeah. and have the juice fall in to each one. And I'm like, coconut, my lady? And she Coconut, my lady? And then her panties drops instantly. Panty on the floor drops. 
I got coconut, she's got coconut, win-win, I got a babe, <laughs> she got a hunk. That's going to be the YouTube hashtag, coconut my lady? Coconut my lady? <laughs> That's how I would do it. That's great. That's great. Holy shit, dude. But I'm most like likely in the real world, I would grab the coconut. Throw it up in the air. Michelle, you get stuck in my pocket. Coconut hits me <laughs> on the head. I fall face first. In front of her, on the table, face first. I'm like drooling. Oh, what? She's, like, <laughs> she's like, I'll take my check. Yeah, that's and, then, and then, like, you're the one with amnesia for moving forward, and every day you try to win her love, and every day you lose. Yeah, every day I just forget, like, oh, every day she rejects me. A reverse, a reverse 50 first dates where every day you try for the same girl, but you, you keep remembering you get rejected. That's not even a movie, that's just real life for a lot of guys out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not you, because <laughs> what, if, you were, if you were in those shoes, what would you do? Okay. Same, same, same scenario? Same exact scenario. Take that angel out. You're just trying to, you know, show this lovely young lady right. okay. that you, you like her. So let's say, let's, let me paint you a picture. We're both on the beach, right? Yeah. And she's surfing. She's taking some swim lessons. You know what I mean? This, this is a... Excuse me. Oh, very romantic. Mojito. Mojito's getting to me. Um, let's say for a second that, like, um, my dream woman... Shout out to my dream woman. I know you're watching this right now. So let's say for my for a moment, my dream woman is out there surfing in the middle of this warm, gorgeous, like 75 degree weather kind of day or 80, I don't even know, in Hawaii. And she's surfing and I'm surfing. And then as she's like, you know, keeping to herself out there, you know, a shark goes up to her and he's like acting a fool. He's like, hey, pretty lady, can I get your number? Can I, can I get it? I've been watching you swim for a long time. You look really juicy. I want to take a bite at thigh. And like... I go over there. She's really uncomfortable, and like I, I tap the, the shark on the on the shoulder. And I'm like, "Hey, buddy, why don't you ask this for? I want you to ask my fist for his number." And I punch a shark in its fucking nose, and I'm like, "Hey, are you okay?" And I and I take her arm, take her hand, and we surf off into the sunset. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how I would go about that. That's really realistic. I would say a lot more realistic than my my scenario. Right, because the co I'm not sure if Michelle can go through a coconut. Okay, I mean, no, it's that. a machete. What can't a machete? Have you ever seen the movie Machete? I guess I haven't. No. Oh, it's a it's a good movie. Does it, does it, does it, does it, does it take place in Hawaii? It doesn't. You can't talk about it. Talking about uh, Hawaii and good things in Hawaii. For one, I, I don't want to dishonor that scenario. I think that would totally work for you. Thank you. I think you have the moves, the strength, the bod, mm -hmm. and she would be wild, unbelievably wild. She's and like, and mm -hmm. we had a we had a lot of goops and gaps and giggles right now. But in real talk, if you take a shark and you flip it upside down, and then I'm not joking, here throw up the clip. If you if you take a shark and flip it upside down, it goes to sleep. Yeah, but you know how big a shark's jaw is. How are you gonna get around it to just? How are you gonna what's, do that? What's more uh, practical, punching in the nose and it going away, or me flipping it upside? It's gonna fucking. But how are you gonna be able to grab it? Because let's say you're swimming in the water like this, swimming in the water, and the shark's coming at you straight on. You're gonna like outmaneuver the shark in the water. Like, how are you gonna get around the shark where you're gonna flip it? You know, how big sharks are. You know, Brady, I let you say what you want to say. No, I'm just <laughs> no um, you're right, brother. You're, you're right, brother. Brother, you're brother, right. Brother, brother. You know what I had too much of in um, Hawaii? Sex? 
No. Uh, you know what I had too much of in Hawaii? Tell me. Uh, Samusubis. You know what Samusubi is? Is that sushi? Yeah, it's kind of like a sushi. It's a piece of Spam. You think of Spam and you're like, oh, it's a weird looking container ham. Mm. And then it's a ball of rice. So it's a ball of rice with a piece of Spam on, uh, spam on it. And it's delicious. For no reason. It is absolutely delicious. They love it there. And I literally, I can't tell you, I think I had about 25. They're like this big, literally like that big. Patties? Kind of, kind of. It's a piece of rice right there. It's a piece of rice with a piece of spam on top. Mm. And maybe there's like a um, seaweed wrap around it. But usually it's just rice and spam on top. And they're like $2. They're super cheap, super good. I had so much, I had so much spam in Hawaii. Why don't we have spam now? I don't, I don't well, okay. Spam here in the mainland. Probably not as good. Because the, the, the ammo it comes from is in Hawaii. I No. No, spam is everywhere. I'm okay. I, it just, when you think of spam, you think of the container, and it says spam, and you mm. never touched it before. Well, I mean, I, I, I've seen it cooked on 51st Days. Speaking yeah. of which, yeah. you were going to say something earlier about uh, Hawaiian movies. Oh, oh yeah. Thank you for bringing me back to Hawaiian movies. Talking about another classic for 51st Dates. Pinky, right here. Boop! <laughs> Talking about a classic for fifty for uh, like fifty first dates mm-hmm. taken in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want another classic? You know what? My cheeks are ready. Spread it on me. Lilo and Stitch. Oh, you baby! You literally can't have a Hawaiian themed podcast without talking without talking about, about Lilo, Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. Lilo and Stitch has to be the goat of animation Hawaiian movies. Yes, in the early two thousands. You know that they um. Uh... They uh they didn't think that the movie was gonna do that good and it ended up killing it. What's crazy? Like if you watch the movie with no context, let's no say let's say you're an idiot, you have you know nothing about Hawaiian culture, you know nothing about Disney, you know nothing like you're, about you're animation. new to Earth. You're absolutely new to Earth. You watch the movie and you're so enthralled because right. I didn't realize this. I watched it like once or twice when I was in Hawaii. There's so much action in mm-hmm. Lilo and Stitch. I yeah. always thought it was like a goofy little childish movie. Mm-hmm. There's so much action in Lilo. Like if aliens were to invade and they said you need to show us one movie to prove to us that you're worth keeping around. It might be Lilo and Stitch. It's 100% Lilo and Stitch because it kind of shows like in Lilo and Stitch it kind of talks about like how humans are like a stupid uh, like civilization and the only reason they didn't. And like, we are. Yeah, and we are. We are. But the only reason they didn't bomb Earth to kill uh, Experiment 616, a.k.a. Stitch, it's because we host uh, mosquitoes on Earth. I guess mosquito is really rare <laughs> to outer yeah. space. Yeah. So that's the only, like, it wasn't even people why they wouldn't. Like, they thought we were idiot life forms going nowhere. What? We can't be. Yeah, we're, we're absolutely going nowhere. But it, the main thing is because mosquitoes are right. here in Arizona. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? Um... I for some reason I didn't take that movie when I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love it as much as some people do. I I really I watched like almost every episode of the TV show. Right, it was <laughs> called Lilo and Stitch uh, Experiment. Yeah, it uh, was something. Uh, I, if, off the top of my dome, the absolute top of my dome. Yeah, I can see it. It, it right was uh, Lilo and Stitch after Adventures after the first or second movie, mm-hmm. and basically there's Experiment Six One Six. What is Stitch or Six Two Six? It was Leroy. Um, it was just Stitch and then Leroy, and then it was a bunch of the experiments just going rogue, and they had to wrap up and surround and get all the other experiments. Right, it was so, such a great yeah. TV show. So he's experiment six or six, and there's a bunch apparently, of yeah, out. there's like a butt ton of other experiments who were supposed to be like the ultimate weapon that turned out to be like I don't know, like they can zap something or they can like move boulders or they are, they can like go through televisions, 
And that made for a really, really entertaining TV show. Mm-hmm. I, watched, I watched a lot of that growing it's up. It's kind of like a different take on, like, I think a classic, not non-Hawaiian, but kind of in the same realm. The classic cartoon is Ben 10, where this kid can turn into all these different aliens with all these unique powers. That's basically what the Lilo and Sits TV show was. Right. All these different aliens coming down to Earth with different powers and how yeah. to adapt. And to it, was cool to, it was cool to see them in Hawaii. So, like, um, I don't know. I... I I think that like Lilo and Stitch is in, in the show and like the movie, it's kind of like an American staple almost. I I think there should be a Lilo and Stitch like ride at Disneyland. Oh, hundred percent. Lilo totally and Stitch is such a like a brand for Disney, and Disney mm. is literally stupid for not marketing on it a little bit. Hear more. that, Disney? Take notes. Yeah, take Tell notes them, from us. Tell but them. like, if you market a Lilo and Stitch ride, there's other Lilo and Stitch merchandise and stuff there. You could always find a Stitch walking around Universal, or I mean, not Universal, what, uh, uh, Disneyland. And what stuff would like. a Lilo and Stitch area or ride look like, do you think? Would mm. it be like more intense, more kiddie? I think a Lilo and Stitch ride, I think they could 100% make it like the Incredible Coaster. I, th- I think so too, because yeah. because it's 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 for a generation that's in their 20s now. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Le- the Lilo and Stitch ride, it's a fast-paced ride. Think of Six Flags, the accelerator. Do you remember that where it, you wait there and it slingshots you up all the way up and then you teeter on top and then you go down? Think about it as you're stitching a spaceship and when you get shot up in the sky, you're in the space station and then you crash down on Hawaii. In Hawaii? So, so that's what I'm thinking like. Maybe it's like, oh, I can't think of a ride that thinks about, but it like kind of relates to it. Yeah. But, like you're in space and then you get shot down. It's a fast ride. You get shot down into Hawaii. And maybe you're like, maybe the course I can stop And then, like, and then it slows down in Hawaii. Right. And you get to enjoy like the waves, the surfing. Right. You hear Nana like surfing in the waves or mm. you hear the weird FBI. Or, or it's maybe dark for a long time and you hear like Stitch like laughing maniacally and then, and then you hear like, you hear a bunch of like crashing and stuff like that. Oh, ooh, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm listening. I'm listening. So you're in space. You crash down in Hawaii. It kind of slows down for Hawaii. And then it's a big chase sequence. Kind of like the Cars ride mm-hmm. where you get chased by the, the like, bull, like, construction Yeah, the, the cows. Yeah, the, the cows. cows. You, kind of get, you, the, you get chased by it. It's kind of like that. So it's calm Hawaii. And then you get chased mm. by the other aliens chasing Stitch. And then the FBI agent chasing sure. Stitch. Sure, yeah. And then at the end, it kind of wraps up. It kind of tells a story. Right, yeah. Sort of like how um, Cars Ride tells a story. Cars Ride tells a story. Or how, like, right. Incredicoaster kind of tells mm. a story. I like, love that, actually. I, I can see it in my head. Because we're both Disney heads. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Disneyland, like, probably around five or six months ago. And I loved it. I was spent, like, 15 hours there. Um, I can definitely see a Lilo Stitch movie or uh, movie turns um into you know like they're, they're red yeah. yeah and maybe the little small area it hosts can be like a hawaii feel yeah. the sad thing is like oh i think that would be so good because i don't think hawaii gets enough representation in the mainland as it is it's like kind of this far out thing with anyway i don't think it gets enough representation in the mainland so like i don't know i just think like Lilo and Stitch was such a thing in the past. I don't think they would make it. That's why I'm saying, like, make it intense because um, people who grew up with Lilo and Stitch are in their 20s now. Yeah, or they, even, like, early 30s. And Lilo and Stitch is definitely not a franchise where you could make more. I think they had their run. Well, they actually are. Um, so... No um, way. Yeah, so... Like, like I said, so they, they said they can't make more. They definitely can't. They came out with three straight-to-DVD movies, and then they did, like, the whole freaking huge... Oh. 
Um, the, the whole freaking huge uh, like TV series which had like seven seasons, yeah. like five crossovers, mind you. Proud Family, um, Kim Possible. They were in everything. They were. Oh, Jake, uh, American Dragon, Jake Long. There was a big. I remember there was a big promotional thing where Stitch was crawling through all the different Disney universes yeah. as like a promotional for the movie for the crossover. Yeah, or yeah, he was just crawling through. Like there's a scene with Beauty and the Beast where like he's just bugging like Beast and Beauty uh, right. and Beauty like dancing. <gasps> Oh, cut to that. No. I hope we cut to that. I think there's a ghost in here. The the, the, the ghost of uh, uh, Hawaiian Pass. Hawaiian Pass and Disney Disney Channel Past. I think that's just Disney telling us to stop talking about them. Is it fixed? No, she's fixed. I just want to get this like string in the back. That was scary, man. No, that would do that. Dude, that that's scarier than the Hawaiian roller coaster ride. We oh, speaking of which, yeah, what's up, man? Um, Hawaiian roller coaster ride is a lyric in the. Elvis song that they sing at the end of the movie. So I don't know. This kind of fits. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calling the Lilo and Stitch ride the Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be something? I guess you could just out, call it like Stitch Adventures or something. Yeah, or as, and as you're walking out, they just play that like Elvis song. Man, we just, dude, Disney, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome, Disney. We're giving you so many ideas. If you don't take advantage of us little boys, take advantage of us. Take advantage of us. Because if you don't, you're going to regret it. Take advantage of us little boys, Disney. Wait, maybe we shouldn't say that. Maybe we shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, I have something else to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so they came out with three movies. They came out with a TV series, a bunch of crossovers. And now, I shit you not, it's a manga. It's a manga, and it, it, and Stitch now belongs to a samurai. You, I'm not joking. This are you capping? Throw it up. Look at that, Brady. Oh, shit. You're so oh, right. Yeah. He, um, I saw an ad, I saw an ad for it on like, on like boxlunch.com or something, mm-hmm. and it's like Stitch, and he, now he travels with a samurai, and uh, I don't know, I don't, I've never, I don't, I've heard anything. About that sounds it. great. I think here's a cool thing. I think we should dive into the manga and then review it next week. Sure, I'm yeah. actually done. I, I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have to do a whole snack bite. Just in case you didn't know, snack bite is a shorter form check segment we have on a YouTube, mm-hmm. on our YouTube. So check us out if you want. But anyway, besides that plug-in right there, thank you very much. Uh, we don't have to do a whole snack bite about mm-hmm. it, but we could definitely discuss it on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys want to go see that, just yeah, come I, back next I week. I can give a small like uh, review or maybe if it's if it's amazing, maybe a snack bite. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, it'll probably be amazing. And it's not even the first like Stitch manga. There, there was another Stitch manga where he belonged to a girl in Japan. So Lilo grew up, and okay. you, saw, you saw her grow up. Yes. And she looked like Nani when she grew up. And then, that's um, hot. Like, that's incredibly hot. Good. <laughs> That's one opinion. Um, and, <laughs> and then, yeah, so Stitch is, he's traveling. Yeah. He's in Japan a lot. He's enjoying himself. Yeah, you know, he's enjoying his youth, and I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy for him. You know, that sounds like a great manga, honestly. And a great segue to and something it, else. And it, it's probably even a better segue to jump over to our anime segment of this after, podcast. After these commercial messages? Yeah. All right, tell them a little bit about our commercial messages. I gotta pee really bad. <laughs> okay. See you guys in a little bit. Bye.
That was some informational shit, if I did say so myself. Yeah, I, I feel bad for those guys who have to record those. But, no matter the less, it's great information. You think that's bad? Think about the person who has to edit it. Oh, no, I would feel bad for him. But I'm, I'm glad we're back, though. Absolutely. So, if you guys are new to the podcast, the first half is always going to be um, trending TV shows, movies, manga, or sorry, trending TV shows, movies, topics, etc. Um, for this episode, this episode, it was... Brady's amazing. Brady and his lovely wife's amazing vacation. Yeah, and then the second half is going to be all things anime. It's going to be everything you guys want to know about every single new, old, and every current. Every single. Every single old, new, and current anime. So this is the second portion. We got we got a lot of cool anime and manga things coming. There up. is actually, in, at the time of this recording, there's literally so much going on in the world of anime right now. And just to name a few, and just this is just to name off a few, we have new Attack on Titan, one of the biggest animes in the world. Yes. New Demon Slayer, which is arguably the biggest anime in the world. It has to be. We have My Hero, one of the biggest anime in the world, wrapping up soon. Yeah, it's going to um, be great. We have Mother Freaking, we have... So much going on. Um, but I want to start today with uh, a quick little deep dive into where we are right now in the recording of this podcast for um, My Hero Academia. So My Hero in the second core of season six, I believe season six or season five? Yeah, it's around there. Season six. Um, the second half of the season has been focused on, um, we're going to call him Vigilante Deku. A lot of them are calling him um, Dark Deku. <laughs> um, so basically Deku has decided that like, so much bad shit keeps happening because the bad guys are after him. He doesn't want to put anyone else in danger. So he turns into like this like dark vigilante mode, right? Yeah, he's like a more brooding Deku. Because like, yeah. Deku is yeah. like, probably one of the best boys out there. Right, big eyes, big heart. Yeah, like just one of the best, best, best boys out there. But super now, fun, super nice. He, he took a turn. He, he definitely took a turn. A, a major 180. Um, in fact, this is what he normally looks like. Ugh. Ugh. Look at this super cute Deku. Yeah. Um, basically, this is how he's portrayed. Just, just a wee little boy, basically. But in, but in the last five episodes, Brady, not so much. In yeah. fact, he looks darker, scarier. Well, how would you describe him? I would say just a little bit more raggedy. Because I, I know, like, I've been keeping up a lot with the anime. Not so much the manga, because I really enjoy the anime. Um, but he looks a lot more raggedy, not put together. Usually, like those like symbolic superheroes look very put together, nice, clean, shiny. He just looks like clean, a, a dark brooding monster. Right. <laughs> dark. Like at times, like and definitely the characters even in the show they don't even recognize it's Deku. Right, because he looks menacing. Um, so right, so it's 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 taking a turn. I want to touch on something real quick because I'm in a unique situation, not like a super unique situation. Not like not I'm like not like the second coming of Christ or anything. But I did read the manga about two years ago before it was animated into what it is today. And um, a lot of times when I read the manga and I watch it, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be an elitist. I promise you I'm not trying to be an elitist. Yeah, he's not. He, he will be, but he's not. <laughs> if, I, if I don't like something, I usually say straight up, I don't like it. Yeah, true. That's um, very true. Uh, a lot of times with My Hero, the uh, manga uh, is better um, because... The anime will stick so close to the manga, usually frame by frame, while the manga, though, has better art. And, and I get it. It's because it's, it's, it's a still image of um, opposed to like a, a moving person or something like that. But the manga art is a lot better. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you experienced this, right? Where, yeah, where I think we even had like multiple conversations on and off the podcast 
about how mm. like the uh, My Hero manga is probably the best looking manga. And we talked about in we, the game. And we talked about One Piece as well too a few times where where we compared the anime to the manga and how vice versus some one for one is better and the other one is better. Yeah, and like it's it's the best in the game right now when it comes to the manga. I think early and middle parts of this new season, or I guess it's not new anymore, but this season, it was lacking in some details, but I think it's really starting to catch more, a good groove of mm-hmm. what the animation's looking like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's always going to be haters out there. Right. But it's a The ad- cloud situation. A hundred percent. The cloud situation where the clouds were supposed to, uh, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, have a darker, more menacing tone. It right. was just like, Light. <laughs> right. No, I agree. I mean, honestly, I think if they would have taken some artistic liberties and made it like a darker or red sky, I think that'd be kind of cool too. Um, but my my whole point in telling you guys about me being a manga reader and me being slightly slightly disappointed with the with the anime adaptation, just because I'm a big fan, I'm a big 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 fan. So like, I have something to say, and I don't usually do, but I will say that so far for the Dark Deku arc, they're killing it. Yeah, I think. I mean. It's hard to think about because, like, I don't know why the animation kind of took a backseat. Maybe they were secretly working on something. I know why. You know why. Yeah. Okay. Well, might as well just share it with me. Um, At the same time as being animated, a lot of times the My Hero animation gets a little bit of the boot because of two reasons. Excuse me. One reason. The team is split up um, pretty heavily. So, every year that My Hero came out, the last three years... There has also been a movie. Oh. And so half its staff is cut up between the movie and the anime. And this year, there's no movie. But. I mean, it's not announced. But. Right, it's not announced yet. But oh. also, at the same time, it was being animated with Mob Psycho Season 3. Mm-hmm. And if you take a look at that show, oh. there's not a bad scene. No. Every every scene in Mob Psycho Season 3. Because I've seen all of Mob Psycho Season 3. Love it. Same studio. It, Same studio. Isn't okay. that crazy? That makes a lot more sense because if you look at that, that looks like, at the moment, the favorite child. Like 100%. 100%. It looks like the favorite <laughs> child right now and the other one's just getting the crumbs from the dinner table. Right, right. And But but My Hero uh, uh, Season 6, second half, is um, looking a lot better. Maybe maybe Mob Psycho wrapped up and they put a lot of the power back into um, My Hero. And they're not doing a movie right now, to our knowledge. Mm. So, um, I... I I think my general thing I want to say is that I'm I'm really enjoying it right now. I'm almost caught up. I'm like three episodes behind. I just finished up the Endeavor stuff and a little bit afterwards. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see. I mean, you are a manga reader, hundred percent manga reader. Every I'm week. Not, yeah, I'm not a manga reader, so I'm really excited to see. Like right now in the anime, Deku's kind of going through his emo boy phase. He's being that boy. He's just like mm, nobody he, likes me. No one likes him. No one wants him. He's just no gonna, one wants me. And his main thing is like I'm very excited to see because right now he's going off on his own. He says people are just gonna get hurt if they're involved in his adventures. So I'm very excited to see like if that's gonna stay the same with him and if that's just how his character is gonna be, or if something's just gonna snap. Right. So Brady, um, he, he keeps up, he keeps up with the highlights, mm-hmm. but we both know what's coming. We both know that eventually it's gonna to come to a like a like a stand a standby or standby a standstill. Um, I think Bakugo's gonna come in. Okay, he's, he's okay. gonna smooth talk. We're gonna talk him. about it. We're he's gonna smooth talk him. Right. He's gonna kiss him, and he's like, "Deku San, uh, I love mm. you, and don't leave me." And then they're gonna make and, out. And they kiss, and they make out again. They're both boys. Yeah, and they're yeah. boys, and they're kissing. And they're kissing. I think that's exactly <laughs> what's gonna happen. I mean, that's that's. Um, 
According to every fanfiction on Twitter, that's that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and fanfictions are usually right on Twitter. Right. Definitely the My Hero fanfiction. Um, but uh, you know, honestly, like if I have some, I have a confession to make. I'm 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 not the best reader. <laughs> are you a good reader? <laughs> no, I'm not a good. Definitely reader. not. I yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I just want to accompany this, but that's why I asked you. Um, but basically, I have a dirty ass confession to make, and I'm really sorry. I'm sorry to Brady. Yeah. I'm sorry to the fans that watch this show. I'm sorry to everyone who watches My Hero and loves My Hero. But I'm a dirty, fucking filthy dub watcher. <gasps> a dub watcher? <laughs> yeah. That shocked me so much. My glasses are now not yeah. on my face. What the heck? Are you erect? I sure am. Oh, baby. <laughs> You're not a dub watcher? Well, no, I'm everything. I'm a, I'm a manga, I'm a sub, I'm a dub. Oh, but okay. I like dub because... Oh, you are a dub watcher. Okay. Yes, I'm everything. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a manga, I'm a sub, I'm a dub. Lit, okay. I'm a dom. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, I like dub because my eyes get a fucking break. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm not a great reader. I will fully admit that I'm not a reading type, and that doesn't make me, that doesn't make me stupid right away. It does... In general, but it doesn't make me stupid right away. Uh, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like sometimes it just feels good yeah. just to watch it, not have to read and watch it. Yeah, for me it kind of comes down to like a convenience thing. Like if the sub is out and there's no dub, yeah, I'll watch it. I if I'm gonna watch if I want to watch something, I'm gonna watch it. But if the subs out and the dubs out, and depending what I'm doing currently in the day a dub might be more convenient. I'm definitely right. not one of those anime fans that's like, I'm not going to shun you for being a dub right. watcher. Right, so we're in our mid-20s. We're, so. we're grown up. <laughs> um, yeah, so we don't we don't shame anyone for, like unless it's hurting someone, we don't shame anyone for what they like. Yeah. And like, fuck you if you do. Okay, not that. But fuck you. Yeah, he's going to fuck you if you watch dub. With consent, and if you're overage. Overage? Not just the age, just over the age. No, I'm not a creep, Brady. Yeah, you're right. Well, right, but back to the point. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, there, there's a lot of, like, hate for, like, dub watchers online or whatever. Or, or if you read the manga, you're an elitist. Mm -hmm. And I get that, you know what I mean? A lot of One Piece fans, shout out to One Piece fans. You guys are elitist, fuck you. Yeah, wait, <laughs> I'm a One Piece fan. <laughs> but here, it kind of runs down to, like, it's a media where people want, they want you to enjoy it. So no one should be isolated from not enjoying it. Right. And you should, and, and if it's made, it's probably meant to be enjoyed. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, I think actually over the past couple of years, it's got a lot better. Obviously, there's always going to be toxic people out, out there in the world. Do you know what is toxic? What? The One Piece dub. Throw my favorite scene. It's that one scene where it's like Big Snake Man. He's like, you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right, here's the, here's the one thing about the. Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, I'm just messing, I'm just messing, I'm just messing. The One Piece dub <laughs> is very interesting. I like some some of the voice actors in it are amazing. I guess, uh, but uh, it's just like it's so far back. Like it's a it's like five arcs. Oh, not even. It's like five like seasons away from catching up so like damn really why yeah. do you know why they, they, they I, I just don't think it's it's not taking a break they just never put effort into like they'll release i think they actually started making more dub seasons of one piece but i think like it just wasn't their focus at the time their focus was just like not that it was elsewhere right there, there was the longest time where a new dub season didn't come out for like five or six years 
Because that just, even though new, you know, episodes were coming out, they weren't coming out with new dubs. I would say that One Piece is more popular now than than it was five years ago. Yeah, 100%. Um, you definitely couldn't walk. Okay, so like, big celebrities, they usually like Naruto mm-hmm. or Sailor Moon or My Hero. Um, I haven't seen too many, like, One Piece. I mean, I'm sure there are. I'm not saying they're not. I'm yeah. saying, the, well, what's his name? The, keep forgetting King's name. Oh, uh, 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 Jonathan Majors. Right, so he just did a photo shoot, and he was heavily influenced by yeah. Dave, oh my, oh, Dave thank Flamingo. Thank you, thank you for mentioning this. So Jonathan Major King, he's also the big bad in Creed Three. Um, cuts a rise camera. He's trying to show off a product. I spent a lot of money on this. Okay, back to Jonathan Majors. He's Creed. Uh, he's in the new Creed. He's uh, Kang from the MCU. He's a huge One Piece fan. I didn't know this. He didn't. Come out, be the One Piece fan. He didn't text you? No, he didn't personally text me. What well, I got pretty bummed out about, but I let him off the loose. But anyway, he did a huge, amazing photo shoot, and his outfit was inspired by Dolphy Fo- Doflamingo, who was probably one of the best One Piece villains out there. Mm-hmm. Right, he was very menacing. Very um, menacing. And there's actually a list of uh, Doflamingo of all the crimes he committed. And like on a one list, he committed over like 200 crimes. Damn. Like, Raping, sexism, slavery, uh, kidnapping, uh, human trafficking, and stuff like like he's the worst person out there. What's his ability again? It, oh, Dolphy, uh, Doflamingo. Luffy calls him Dolphy because he likes to give everybody nicknames. Uh, his uh, his power is kind of like he has the string string fruit, so he can manipulate his surrounding with strength. He can manipulate people, so he can kind of basically brainwash people. There's a scene in it where he. Uh, with the strings, he takes control of someone, and that person like kills his own family because he's making. Oh, that's right. It's a thread. It's like a thread. It's like a thread. Thread. And then he's also he's also to like walk on the strings in the air. He, there's this giant move he made called the bird cage. He made a giant cage around this like giant island, and he was suffocating the island, moving the bird cage closer and closer, cutting like buildings and people into pieces. Does he sound so menacing? He sounds horrible, yeah. But you okay, one more one more rant about Dofi. Okay, sure. Uh, so he's from he's a celestial dragon. Spoiler, whatever. Shut up. Grow up. Fuck you. He's a celestial dragon. Celestial dragons are like these upper known beings. But his dad didn't want to be an upper known being. He just wanted to be the everyday man. So he moved his whole family down to the islands where the everyday man is. But the people on the islands hated him for that. Just for being having celestial blood. So what they did is they crucified his whole family in front of uh, in front of the town. So like his little sister, him, his dad, and his mother were all all crucified. Like in front of all the townspeople, and the townspeople are just like shooting them, throwing shit at them, and then Dofi kind of just pops off and like makes everybody pass out with his conqueror's hockey. Is that crazy? Wait, so did, did his family die? Oh uh, yeah, his family died. I actually think, uh, oh my memory's so bad, but I think Dofi shot his own dad. Because he's like, if you're gonna show this weakness, I don't want you around. And guess how old he was? Thirty-five. Uh, Dofi was seven at the time. Oh, oh, Dofi. I think mean like yeah. that. Dofi was seven when he did all that. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I love One Piece, man. One Dude, Piece villains are crazy. I don't think there's a villain like that in another me- another medium. <laughs> I mean, Shigaraki's pretty crazy. Right, he hasn't disintegrated people quite a bit. Um. I want to talk a little bit about there's no there's no clever segue for this. Get over yourself. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about 
Oh, we didn't watch it. Oh, the new Attack on Titan trailer. I didn't. I didn't. But how about this? Oh. Let me talk about my expectation for the new Attack on Titan trailer. Sure. Um, and then you kind of tell me how it runs. Also, down. like, we can't even spoil this one, really, because we haven't read the manga. Yeah, that's so true. We, that's so true. <laughs> I have an idea of what happens, but I, I don't know exactly what happened. Mm. I uh, I stopped reading it, essentially. But yeah. um, what do you think is going to happen for... This upcoming season of what? Attack so this upcoming season, I'm hoping, hoping this is going to be the final season. I really don't think it is. I think it's they not, actually, it's, I, I think they actually even came out with stuff saying yeah, it's, it's not. not. What's bogus? Absolutely bogus. I think it's making a lot of, like diehard fans just pissed off because they're like, "What's why?" Huh? But also like also right. I get it. I mean that's that's a good point. But also like we get more Attack on Titan. So. That's true. But yeah. But anyway, I think my overall, like, expectations for it is I think it's going to be great. It's going to be God-tier, like, the last one, the last couple seasons have been. Attack on Titan is just, like, it, it's it's the trinity of all things what makes a good anime a good anime. Right. It has good animation, it has good stories, and good development with the characters. So, like, I think it's going to, it's not going to fall down on the horse. It's going to keep on riding that horse strong. Right. And it's going to be just as impactful as the last couple of seasons. Right. So what you're saying is that you don't foresee this season um, uh, flopping. Yeah, I, flopping. I don't think the season's going to flop at all. I'm the same way. So I'm really excited because they announced the the band that's going to be doing the opening for the new Attack on Titan season, um, the final season, part four. <laughs> and also, by the way, yes, it's confirmed that part five will be a thing as well. Um, <laughs> final season part five. <laughs> It's crazy. It's so like, stupid. Uh, it's Sim. It's Sim. The band Sim uh, that did that did the rumbling for the last season. So that good. fucking banger. So I, there's only so many animes with like great like punk rock screamo type vibes. Right. This is even punk rock, but this is like this is like actual metal or hardcore. Um, punk rock is is dope. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But this one is like a is like a heavy feeling of dread. Um, I mean the 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 story where it's at right now. It's getting darker and darker. <laughs> What's crazy? Oh, don't die on me. What's crazy is like I didn't I to see the Attack on Titan come to a conclusion. <laughs> I I didn't think like Attack on Titan could get darker and darker since forever. Like it's always been so dark, but every season keeps on like adding onto like the mystery, the conclusion, what's going to happen, what's Aaron's final goals and stuff like that. Right. So I'm just really excited to see like how Aaron kind of if he's gonna evolve from this or like what's gonna happen if he's gonna go shit crazy like he's been and if like Armin and Mikasa could do anything about it right because I think um, like they're just gonna be left in the dust I think so too I don't think I, I think Aaron's either gonna I think he's gonna double down I mean you don't resurrect uh like a thousand massive titans rage like declare war in the world and then back out after that you know what I mean yeah. Like there's no there's no amount of talk ninjutsu that can bring anyone back from that really. No, I think um, it's gonna be like He's gonna double down. Yeah, I, I haven't read the manga, I don't know how it concludes, but I think the only way to stop Aaron is to like kill him. Like I think yeah. it's definitely gonna conclude with Or him God. Like, the God can just interview him. Finally, please. God help. God. Oh God just interviewing. <laughs> he He's like, Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aaron, what you doing right now? Not, it's not lit. It's not part of my script. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, they have to, like, somehow, like, it's two things. Aaron, they kill Aaron, and it, everything gets kind of resolved, mm -hmm. or Aaron wins. And it's not going to be, like, a a basic conclusion. Do you like, know what's crazy? I saw a horror movie kind of recently. It sucked ass, by the way. 
But I saw a horror movie recently where um, the bad guy wins. Um, he fucked up the whole team and uh, everyone lost, essentially. And how do you think with, like, the bad guy winning, how did you think that would, like, that impacted? I thought that was cool. I thought, how I thought it impacted what? The conclusion. Like, did it, like, okay. did it, it help, helped me. Did yeah, it, it help it? Or do because you think if, like, good guys won, do you think it would have made it better? Yes and yes, both for, for both. One, because that movie sucked. That movie sucked, so it was cool to have it have an ending that was out of out of left field. Two, because sometimes if 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 the writer writes his way into a corner, like um fairy tale does this a lot. Yes. Oh they, I made the character too fucking powerful. Fuck, what are they gonna do? Friendship. And, and it's just like okay, okay, friendship, um, push harder, push past your limits, and come up with a new power. Yeah. Go. Main character, boom, it's your cue. And that's like an ass pool. They call that a dace machima. Am I saying that right? Yeah. They, they call it a dace machima, where it's, it's like an ass pool move that is able to help the writer get out of a get out of a corner. Um, I like it better when there is an ending that fits the story and the character. A perfect example mm-hmm. is going to be Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems is one of Adam Sandler's most amazing movies he's ever created. But it ends in a way that's fucking so fitting and so poetic to the story and to the character that you can't help but be upset about it. Yes, the movie overall is like anxiety-inducing and a massive roller coaster, but at the same time, it's it's something that like I can see happening. That character was a piece of shit, and it makes sense that it happened to him. Yeah, like it's kind of like going off that and relating it to Attack on Titan. Like I could see Aaron like falling through and like there's no way he's gonna back out from this. There is right. absolutely right. no way he's gonna back out from this. But it could totally go two way. Like he's such a piece of shit. Like he's such a cuck where like if he dies, I think that would make a great conclusion. Like somehow they get rid of him, they kill him, he dies. But also it kind of looks like it's going away, like it's going in such a way like he's gonna win. What like just follow follows from the beginning of Attack on Titan to now. How how are you gonna how are you gonna beat him right now? Like the He's guy, literally God. <laughs> the, right? The guy is like, is like the god of that world right now. Um, in the trailer, uh, Levi is still alive, and he's like holding his weapon. And he's like, "I promise everyone, I'm going to kill Zeke." Yeah. And then it's them like attacking Zeke and stuff like that. Um, I think they should all just die. <laughs> Do you think? I think. You want, okay, okay. And this is. Are you overall rooting for Aaron to win or overall rooting for humanity to win? I'm not rooting. If you root for Aaron to win, you have to You be, might be a psychopath. You might. You have to be a psychopath. Because, like, why would you want... He's the bad guy. He's trying to kill a bunch of innocents. And that's why I think what, like, changed everybody's mind at, like, the very start of, like, the final season where Aaron, uh, they're having that military meetup, like, announcement thing. And he just, like, accidentally or purposely kills all the innocents. Like the women, the children, and stuff like that in that little town. He just oh, he when he fought when he was when he had a dog in him and he fought the other titans. When he had the dog in him and he fought the the jaw titan and then he fought the the warhammer war titan, titan and, the, and, and like the, all and the, the armor titan. Yeah, and like he had that dog in him, but he also had the dog in him where he didn't care. He was killing like innocents, small children, women, and stuff like that. Yeah. So since like that happens like everybody's just like screw this guy yeah like who would want yeah. this guy to win um so yeah so you're more on the side of humanity oh 100 like if humanity finds a way to like clutch the w then i'm on their side let me ask you this would you rather have one more season after this or would you ra- i think our never season is already locked in i think another season is already locked in or would you rather have like a two hour two hour straight banger yeah movie if it was like a two-hour special or 
anything like but that. In, in the theaters. Yeah, in the hundred percent. You have to have a movie instead oh, of a hundred percent because anime movies like there's some like standout anime like some episodes of Demon Slayer where they're absolutely just god tier, but like. Anime movies, they get the money, they get the funding, and that's going to get the people in the seats is if they have another movie, or if they have the very first Attack on Titan movie in theaters, mm -hmm. I think that would be a And the last, probably. Yeah, the last, the first and the last, that will get people in theaters, and right. that will get people, because I think everybody... The exciting conclusion. Yeah, it will be such an amazing conclusion, so I think that's the route they need to go. I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest with you, I think that, I'm pretty uh, yeah. sure they signed up for, uh, I think, the final sixth season or whatever. Um... But I, I personally agree with you. I think that it would be a super cool, uh, amazing film for MAPPA to put out, um, MAPPA being the animation studio, to put out the um, the last parts of the story onto, onto the big film. Yeah, man. So like, I can see it competing with some really big movies, too. Yeah, it could compete with some big movies. Like, likely, not going to do it. But would we like to see it as fans? Hell yeah. Of one, course we're going to want to see it. One of my favorite rappers, Wade Lowry, um, one like one of his last songs is called uh, "Off of the Strength" on his new album. He has the dub voice actor of um, Aaron. No way, it. Yeah. for real. Yeah, and he goes like, "You think you can stop me? I will never fucking stop me." And he, and he powers <laughs> up in the, in the song. It's pretty sick. Yeah, that's like I have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty dope, nasty. Um, yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I I'm excited for it. You have to watch the trailer. You have yeah, to watch it. Will. As of the recording of this ep of of this episode, it's two days old now. Um, it's super great. Dude, MAPPA's killing it. MAPPA's killing it. Uh, I'm very excited to see just, like, what they're going to do in the future. I With I'm, all their products. Right, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to spend too much time on this next part, but um, I'm watching Binland Saga right now, season two. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of Binland Saga? Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. I've never gave it a shot. Though. Right, so I'm a big fan. I watched it twice, season one, I watched it twice. And then right now on Netflix, as of the recording of this episode, um, there is a new episode dropping every Monday Netflix, and I've watched it religiously, and I haven't. I'm not a manga reader, okay. But Mappa's done a great job. Mappa's done a great job. They, they, they cut no corners. They, they're doing a good job. Last episode, it's, it's honestly, he's a big step back from the action right now, but it's not boring. Yeah. And I said that, I said that recently on our on a recent Snack Bite episode. By the way, check us out on Snack Bite every Thursday at 9 a.m. Um, on a recent Snack Bite episode, I've said that boring someone with a good story should never should be a crime. Yeah. So, I mean, and, the goal at the end of the day is entertainment. Right. Yeah. So info dumping is a is a is a nope. No. Um. Yeah. So You're hurting the story at that point. Exactly. But Villain Saga is at a slower point right now, but it's not boring, and I like that. Yeah, man. And it, it's my it's my mapa. That's why I brought it up. It's my mapa. Yeah, hundred percent. I think if a story could take some time, like building onto it. Without just like, oh, we need to get to this climax. So just info, 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 info. Right. And you can tell. The audience can tell too. Oh, 100%. So if you just take your time and do the correct buildup for it, then it's going to be phenomenal. Right. And then sometimes you can't always do that though because um, maybe the author or the publishing company signed up on like 26 episodes. And yeah. so you have 26 episodes to tell your like 15 volume story, yeah. <laughs> which sucks sometimes. That's how we got Brother, uh, Full Moon Alchemist and then Full Moon Alchemist Brotherhood. It's like the condensed story and then like the, the full story. That's how things have been going on for a long time. Yeah, 100%. But I, I'm really excited to see just where MapUp takes their future projects and where they're mm -hmm. going to take Attack on Titan. And also, um, Attack on Titan uh, starts up on March 3rd in two weeks as of the recording of this podcast. Um, but also, you know what comes out in two weeks? Tell me. Demon Slayer movie special. Ooh. 
baby. Hey, bro, those Boy. Demon Slayers, they, they know what they're doing over there. Are you a big fan? I'm a huge fan of Demon Slayer. The, uh, the entertainment arc. We have Red Goku on here twice. We have Red Goku, obviously, right here. he's gone on every episode so far. And just last weekend, I picked up this bad boy. We're, we're big Demon Slayer guys, and, like, I I don't, I'm not ashamed to say, like, I, we love Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. I think everybody loves Demon Slayer. They got a good story going. They got great characters going, mm-hmm. and they got... And, and this movie coming out. Movie coming out, and I think they, 100%, I think they have the best animation in the game. I think so, too. I, think... I, I could 100, because that entertainment mm-hmm. arc... Blew us out of the water. Right. Because like episodes. The last four episodes. Yeah, and definitely, even at the start of Demon Slayer, episode 16 or 18, when you, uh, when they were going against the spiders, uh, the spider demons, <laughs> like that animation <laughs> was godly. Oh, Ryan's dying. <laughs> Don't worry, Ryan, I wasn't talking. <laughs> I wasn't talking. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. You're just dying. It's your early uh, lungs giving out to you. You're, oh, are you throwing up? <laughs> I think he's throwing up. Sorry, we do apologize for the inconvenience. Ryan is currently throwing up. We will return shortly. <laughs> All right, Ryan's dying. So thanks for watching uh, the Snack Run Podcast. Don't forget to check out our other videos we have up on the channel every Thursday at nine Eastern Standard Time. So thank you <laughs> Not for. Standard. Um, aloha, motherfuckers. That means um, goodbye. Bye bye.